Hello all ex-legionaries and ex-Regnum Christi members. We're having an open reunion live stream on September 24th from 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to about 11 or 12 p.m. Uh, a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Might go longer if the live stream is fun. We're going to have a great time. Uh, it's on Zoom and we want to see some familiar faces. So if you can make it for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, whatever, please consider coming on and joining us on the call. It's going to be positive. It's going to be happy. We're going to try and keep it light and fun and just see how everyone's doing. So if that sounds like something you want to do, keep it an open spot on your calendar on September 24th after 9 p.m. Um, if you need the link, let me know. I'm going to be blasting it on social media for the next few weeks. And I really hope we can make this a good turnout. Thanks so much and enjoy the podcast. me alone. Spencer and Jacob both couldn't make it tonight, and we don't have a guest lined up, so it's just me. I'm going to talk into this microphone for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes, somehow, and I'm going to try and keep it entertaining. Now it's a challenge, and I've always backed down from challenges in life, so this was going to be a fun one. Um, I don't actually have much to talk about. There was a hurricane that passed through. That was kind of cool. New York was flooded. And I don't know if y'all saw the pictures, but there were highways that were entirely underwater. Um, It was kind of eerie driving around because there were just cars abandoned on the side of the road that were all scraped up and looked like World War Z. Um, It was pretty cool, actually. Um, Traffic was great. And all the highways were shut down. It was a nightmare. I had to go to New York City for a going away party for my boss. And we, well, it took me about three hours to get down to the city. And I live outside the city. So that's a little bit worrying. Um, Took an hour and a half to get through the town of Yonkers. Or the city of Yonkers, I guess. Um, Just because every road was closed off. Even the side roads and the back roads, they were all closed. So you had to find where the traffic was and just wait in traffic because that was the only road that was open. So it was a nuts commute. Uh, The way back was a little bit better because the traffic had died down, but still took took way too long to get there and it wasn't uh, wasn't really worth it. I mean, it was a good party. It was cool, that was fun. It was good to see my coworkers before they, before he leaves to California. But um, three hours is too long for me. After a day of work, it's too much. But it went well. Um, my boss was 
asking us if we wanted to go to Izu, which is the electronic uh, music festival on Randall's Island. And I have a history with Randall's Island, so I turned down the offer. I was once caught on Randall's Island after the Chusok Festival. I think it was in 2012, maybe 2011. And I didn't have a way to get off the island, so I had to text my mom to pick me up. And it was kind of embarrassing. Um, fun times, though. So I'm, I don't have the energy to go to a three-day festival. Um, I don't have the energy to drive back and forth because the trains are closed down. Which brings me to my second point, what I wanted to talk about. Um, shout out to all the MTA workers, all the uh, Metro North workers who are working to clear those lines. Uh, the storm did a lot of damage, and the, just so you have a sense of how much damage was done, the trains don't normally stop running um, unless there's bad snow or you know really bad flooding. They don't really ever stop, but they've been out of service for at least two days now, and that's pretty impressive. That's a lot of a lot of track damage. Um, so shout out to all those guys who are out there, guys and gals working their asses off just so we can have trains. And you know, trains are like the thing that you never really realize how much you need until it's gone. Um, this was the first time I wanted to go to the city in my new apartment and I had to drive down, and I hate driving to the city. Uh, I much rather would have taken the train, but the trains were down, so I had to drive. Um, and that's just something you don't appreciate till it's gone. So, I appreciate your public transportation while it lasts. And, you know, it's only been about five minutes, and I'm almost entirely out of things to say. So that's good that this is what comedians often talk about when they say like oh you know go up on stage and tell jokes for 10 minutes you think 10 minutes is a short amount of time but you try and write jokes for it and you can barely fill five minutes and now i see what they're talking about it's pretty hard um well, just a truck passing by no need to worry um Pope Francis takes a jab at America's policy in Afghanistan. Ooh, this will be interesting. This is on CBS News. Um, Pope Francis called the withdrawal of the U.S. military and its allies from Afghanistan legitimate, but criticized the way it was carried out. Quote, As far as I can see, not all eventualities were taken into account here, he told Spanish Catholic Radio. Uh, I don't know whether there will be a review or not, but certainly there was a lot of deception, perhaps, on the part of the new, the new authorities of Afghanistan. I say deceit or a lot of naivete. I don't understand. End quote. Um, Pope framed the 20-year-led U.S. war as an example of an outsider's attempt to impose democracy. Well, that's... That's true. Um, he thought he was quoting German Chancellor Angela Merkel, but he was inadvertently paraphrasing remarks made by Vladimir Putin. 
Um, I don't think it makes the statement any less true, but that's okay. It is necessary to put an end to the irresponsible policy of intervening from outside and building democracy in other countries, ignoring the traditions of the peoples. Concise and conclusive. I think this says a lot, and everyone can interpret it as they wish. But there I felt a wisdom in hearing this woman say this. Oh, okay, so that's him thinking he quoted Angela Merkel. Um, oh, well. Um, well, good for the Pope. Um, I think his critique is valid. And that's pretty interesting. Um, oh, here's some fun news. I recently have been giving out samples of my bud to different people who I know smoke, and I was a little bit defensive about this bud because I wasn't quite sure if it was done when I harvested it, and I, you know, when you give out bud, you don't want to give out the bad bud. Um, so I gave it out to some people, and I said, look, just try it. Let me know honestly what you think. Um, it might not be the best, but it might have a good flavor. And um, the first guy I gave it to he told me that it was some of the best weed he's had in a long time. It was so smooth, easy to smoke, and it tasted great. And he said it, it made him feel really good, too. Now, that just makes me so proud as a father of a plant now. Um, and now I have a few ounces left of some Primo Bud that I intend to smoke. Um... I'm not going to give out too many more samples, but um, it's kind of cool being the weed man and having like little jars of weed just to hand out to people, which it's it's legal in New York to give people weed, by the way, in case there are any cops listening. Um, it's totally legal, totally legit. Um, but yeah, when my, when my buddy told me that he tried it and it was really good, I made me very proud and excited um my roommate and i have been smoking this for a little bit for a minute now and we thought it was good too but it's hard to feel unbiased when it's your own supply um so it's good to hear it from someone who doesn't have any skin in the game so to speak but yeah so if anyone's looking for a grower uh anyone's looking to hire a grower if you have <laughs> if you have industrial space and permits let me know hit me up I'll move out there and start growing for you um, yeah so that was my other fun news and that takes us to almost 10 minutes that's pretty cool During the break, I realized that there was a hero that we've never shouted out on the pod, so I'd like to be official and make it the first shout out that we've ever done. 
for Arizona iced tea. Um, I don't know of any brand that's kept the pricing consistent for so long, but they've done it. And it's been nice to go to the bodega and pick up a nice tall boy of some green tea, which is just sugar water for 99 cents. Woo, what a deal. And it's always refreshing. I don't know how they do it besides 48 grams of sugar. Wow, that's a lot of sugar. Probably shouldn't be drinking this, but what can you do? Um, that's the hero I want to shout out. Um, I also realized uh, on the break that I still have nothing to talk about, but I will power through and try and make it. Now, I don't know what many people's disposition is, but I live near a Catholic church now, and I've thought several times about going over to see what Sunday Mass is like, but whenever I walk by on Sunday, it doesn't look like it's crowded or even like a Mass going on, so I don't know what's up. I'm going to look up their Mass times, and who knows, maybe I'll go for Christmas or something. Um, but... I don't know. Do y'all still go to mass? Uh, sound off in the comments. Uh, there, there are no comments. I don't know how you'd sound off, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never really felt comfortable going back to mass. It always feels like there's something wrong or that I'm an intruder, that I don't belong. Um, which is fine. That's honestly probably better. Um, but I don't know. I feel like eyes are looking at me and, uh, and people are watching, waiting to criticize me for something. And I feel like having long hair, even though it's like a Jesus look, I have long hair and a beard. Um, I feel like it's not the best for church. I feel like people at church are like, ooh, he does drugs, which is true, but not for that reason. It's not because I have long hair. Like Mitch Hedberg used to say, I wish long hair was associated with something like cake eating. Oh, that guy has long hair. You must love cake. Like that'd be, that'd be a good stereotype, wouldn't it? folks I guess so um let's see when was the last time I went to mass it was probably in 2015 so it's been it's been a few years um oh or no it no I went to mass later than that I went to mass at someone's wedding um and I'm not going to name names but someone, one XLC was sitting next to me. This was an XLC wedding. Um, and the, the brother who was sitting next to me 
um, I asked him if he was going up for communion and I whispered it to him. I, I whispered like, are you going up to communion? And he looked over at me and just said, fuck no, in a loud voice. <laughs> and I had to use all my might to not laugh out loud. I restrained myself, but I, but people could hear him and people were walking up to communion. So like they gave us a stink eye. I can't imagine why they did that, but just the enthusiastic fuck no. Yeah, it, it still makes me laugh to this day. So shout out to uh, shout out to you. You know who you are, and that was a great time. Oh man, that that wedding was crazy. Um, you wouldn't believe the stories if I told you, so I'm not going to tell you because they're personal. Um. So we're just we're just enjoying our Arizona iced tea right now. I'm extremely thirsty because of my cotton mouth, which I get when I smoke. And we're just going to deal with it. Um Let's see. That was the last time I went to Mass. So that was in 2018. Wow, so it has been three years. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. I didn't... I wouldn't go at all during the pandemic for any reason. So... Huh. Um, I wonder when the last time I prayed the Rosary was. Because that's been a lot longer. Uh, that's probably been since like 2011. Wow, I've probably gone a decade without the rosary. And let me tell you, I don't feel any worse for it. I feel like I haven't wasted any time. Um, I know we've said it before, but the rosary was the most repetitive prayer we had. And the most, it felt like the most time consuming for the least gained. But maybe that's just because I'm unfaithful. Or a non-believer. Not sure which. Um, I remember priests saying that the rosary was so difficult because it was so powerful. And that if we could untap, or if we could tap into the power of the rosary, we could do anything. And I remember trying so hard to pray the rosary fervently and focus and contemplate the mysteries and it never worked because it was just so incredibly boring and so incredibly dull and I don't want to indulge those kinds of fantasies anymore so I don't um, but I see how it could be comforting to some people and you know if it's comforting to you uh, go for it do it um, let me know if you have any tips and tricks, but as far as I can tell, there's not really much that you can do to make the rosary more entertaining. Um, solemn rosary was always difficult to get through 
because even though we had songs and stuff, which the songs are pretty cool, um, it was still difficult to stay awake just because you have the whole group reciting and you get into that that rhythm and it starts to get make you sleepy because you just had recreation and maybe lunch and oh now you're now you're tired. Um, I remember falling asleep a lot in rosary. More so than meditation. Meditation wasn't that hard to stay awake in. Um, yeah, I think I think rosary was my killer, my Achilles heel. But I don't know. You know what? It's almost been ten minutes. Why don't we go to another break? for this last part I'm just going to talk about work because I don't have anything else to talk about I don't have anything else to bounce off people um, so I basically drive around and promote different brands of food uh, at different grocery stores and we have certain products in certain stores and our job is to go in and make sure that they have all the approved SKUs, make sure all the varieties of items are in that we are supposed to have in the stores, and to make sure that they're in stock, that they have tags, that you know they're packed out, the shelf is full. Um, if we need to place orders, we place orders. And we're advocates basically for these brands and it's a fun job it's not something i ever thought i would do i didn't know it was an actual job until i started doing it but i'm grateful that i have a job and that it was something that kept going throughout the pandemic because no one likes being broke and no one likes being unemployed um well i shouldn't say that people there are people who like being unemployed but no one likes the uncertainty of not knowing whether you're going to have enough money to make it through the year. So this job has provided a sense of security, even though it seems like it might be fleeting. Um, I don't know. It Sometimes I get the imposter syndrome where I feel like I'm not doing anything or that I'm not I'm not who I say I am. So when I go to stores, sometimes I feel worried that I'm not supposed to be there because I'm not really working for the stores. I'm working for these brands, but I end up doing a lot of work for the stores anyway. And sometimes if you just give a manager 10 minutes of your time to help pack out some stuff, you know, if you help pack out chips, it goes a long way. Uh, not a lot of vendors do that. So when we come in and do that, it makes a difference. 
and it helps us get a little rapport with the local crew. Um, I have about 100 stores I'm supposed to visit in Westchester, Dutchess, and Putnam counties and uh, Fairfield County, Connecticut. I don't get to all of them, but I try to get to most of them every other week. And it's a lot of driving, a lot of driving, a lot of driving. But it's also a little bit rewarding because you get to meet people and talk to people. And um, there's some there's some cool people out there in grocery world. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't look forward to going to certain Whole Foods every morning. Uh, you know, they have some cool, cool cats, cool crew. I enjoy that. Sometimes I enjoy selling in products. Sometimes I don't. Uh, some products are more fun to sell in than others. It's more fun to sell in ice cream than it is to sell in gluten-free bread, for example. Um, we have a line of gluten-free products that we're trying to push into a local chain and I've been getting a lot of pushback saying that the buyer's saying that the product doesn't sell fast enough so they don't want to carry it that's a little frustrating and then on the other hand we have an ice cream that we're trying to push into that same store chain and I have pretty good numbers with that and it's uh, it's funny how different different products are and how much of a difference there is between reception and um, at the same time even if you have a bad product if you just have a smile and you show up every week and you ask the same questions and you ask politely and you don't push too hard you actually do a better job of getting your product in and that's what I've found I found that the aggressive you know this is approved, so can you please bring it in? Doesn't work as much as the. This is approved. We would be really appreciative if you brought it in and gave it a try, and we'll see how it goes. That works a lot more often than the first approach. Um, but yeah, I enjoy the merchandiser life. I want to get into more. Uh, I want to be more analytical about it as I go forward. So I'm trying to keep track of my numbers more and see where I can improve and where I can deprove. Unimprove? I guess unimprove is the word. Um, so, I don't know. Well, I don't know if we're hiring anywhere so I'm not going to say hit me up if you're looking for a job because I don't know that we have jobs available right now but that's that um, well that took me to about six and a half minutes that's pretty good I don't have anything else to say about work uh, they, they pay fairly 
which is nice. It's nice to get paid and not worry about losing all your money to bills. Um, I would like more money, but wouldn't we all? Except for Jeff Bezos. Um, speaking of Jeff Bezos, he can suck it. Am I right, folks? I think I am. He sucks. I mean, all that money and you try and just go to space? What a, what a loser. I'm so much cooler with my Arizona iced tea. Ah, delicious Arizona iced tea. Get yours today at a local gas station or convenience store. Only 99 cents. And trust me, if you want 100% of your daily value of sugar, you can get it in an Arizona iced tea. So, before I sign off, I just wanted to remind everyone that we do have a live event. Um, it's not going to be recorded. I'm sure I put the message at the beginning of this podcast, but just in case, I'll read it again. Um, and again, this is open invitation to all ex-Legionaries and ex-Regnum Christie members. If you would like to join us for an open reunion, we are going to be having one on September. I wish this page would load. It didn't load. September 24th. That's a Friday from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. ish Eastern Standard Time. We're probably going to be on longer if people show up. We want to give you guys time to talk about what you're doing, you know, where you've been. Um, we're going to keep it positive. We're going to be happy. It's going to be a fun time. So please consider coming on. Even if you can only make it for 10 minutes, you know, just to say hello. Um, we gain a lot of powers when we are all together. We're like, we're like superheroes in that way. So hope you all can make it and hope to see you there. This has been Cucks for Christ. Thank you.